This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's... It makes me want to clap and sweat. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. It is good to be home, people. Says you. Oh, definitely says me. You know, we don't get to travel a lot. We don't, because we po. We literally took the show on the road. <laughs> And then decided when we got there, eh, we're not recording anything. (laughs) Let's just carry a bunch of sound equipment around and record from the road. And when we get there, we just won't even take it out of the bag. We had every intent of sharing the bird that we named Maud with you, our listeners. And you're welcome that we didn't because that would have totally sucked for you because that bird was a pain in the ass. (laughs) That bird from sun sun up to sundown, that bird was a dick. Very true. But I have to say, having been to Jamaica for my first time and yours as well. Yes. Only my second time leaving the country. So get out all your barbs about that. It was quite the different trip than the first time you left the country. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was quite a different trip. (laughs) Um, But before we get into all of the madcap insanity that ensued as we made our way out of our apartment door and watched everything get turned upside down until we got to the resort, why don't we go into this week's Yehud? This week's You Heard is one of many You Heards that I collected from our time traveling to and fro Jamaica. And can I just say you will hear most of them by the time we're done? Yeah, probably. they are all diamonds. They, they pretty diamonds. much are, yes. But I'd like to start off with one that really sums up how I personally felt on this trip and this was a very thin very tan very tall girl that sat next to me which means that she had the aisle seat and she was like very fidgety as like we were getting ready to like depart from the wonderful joking fort lauderdale hollywood international airport which is the ninth pit of hell if you ask me but we'll get into that (laughs) She says just before we're about to take off for our flight to Jamaica from Florida. Yes. She said she want, she requested if she could move back to like an open seat because I guess there was like a rare open row of seats. And she said, I just think it'll help with my claustrophobia. Said this asshole on flight 833 who had a fucking aisle seat. Yes. So... <laughs> 
I was happy that she moved because that means that that meant that there was an empty seat next to me, which after the flight from New York to Florida, <laughs> I needed an empty seat. I needed an empty seat. So that's this week's You Heard. Now, I think it's safe to say that if you haven't already guessed, we did fly Spirit Airways down. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had never heard of before, and I had no idea we were flying on Spirit. Like, that thing sat, like, our itinerary sat on our fridge for the past, like, month, and I never looked at it. I just assumed we were on some normal airline. Well, let's, let's rewind a little bit. Like, when we booked the trip, we knew right up front, like, there's got to be something up with it. It's way, way too cheap for an entire week to go to another country. And it was like two, not just another country, but it was an all-inclusive resort yeah. with no children. Oh, yeah. Well, that was one thing that we looked for. And and I got to say, the price difference was, I mean, it could have been so much cheaper if we would have went to a resort with children. Because you were looking at like, I would say on the high end of a children friendly resort, we were looking at like under six hundred dollars, mm-hmm. including airfare, including transportation to and from the airport once we got mm-hmm. to Jamaica to whatever resort we decided to choose. All food, all alcohol, your room. I mean, and when I say all food, it is the most bizarre thing ever coming from New York City going to an all inclusive place because here we get charged for everything mm-hmm. and and we're used to it it's just what it is if you want something you pay for it because nothing is for free in this world nothing when you go there not even a cheap flight <laughs> not even a cheap flight but when you go there i mean you could walk around from restaurant to restaurant and it doesn't cost you anything at all like you just as long as you're on the property you don't pay anything right. yeah it's all inclusive i'm still blown away by that whole thing I'm still blown away by it. But when somebody says, all right, under $600 for a kid-friendly place or under $900 for no kids, it's worth the extra 200 and change <laughs> or whatever is. it is to yeah. go there. Plus, we got the top-of-the-line package in hopes that we would be able to, you know, absorb some of whatever badness would be coming because we knew something had to be up man yeah we knew (laughs) we knew and we just didn't know that it was going to be like a clown car plane where like people just kept coming and coming and coming like it looked like a normal size plane it really should have been a hot air balloon like honestly it was just ridiculous like just the people just kept coming and like it took every single flight that we took to and from like was delayed like at least half like we took off at least a half an hour late. Oh yeah. Just because people didn't know how to fucking sit down and put their shit up top. But you didn't have to. So because this airline was just for like, you know, the person who's never been on a real airline possibly. That's the way I would see it. If you've never been like on a real flight before and didn't know what to expect, you might have got there and just been like, I'm just glad I got to my destination. But I feel like you and I, having traveled, I mean, you know, not not so much out of the country, but just to like for the amount of trips we took to Vegas and stuff sure, over yeah. the years, it's just like this is not how people are supposed to be traveling. 
Right. No. And it was like people just didn't understand. Like, I don't understand how hard it is to like read your boarding pass. It gives you a seat. It gives you which is a letter and a number like it could not be more fucking easy if it was written in crayon like it's technically written in crayon for you and these people were just like i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna sit here and it's like no you're in my seat like every five people was like you're in my seat that was a big part of the delays no i'm not like yeah you are it was a huge part of the delays because way way too many people were not in the proper seats and then they'll, like, put their bags in an overhead thing and the seats they didn't belong to. And then they just get up and move. And then somebody's bitching that, like, their overhead compartment's taken. And it's kind of like, you know what? Fuck you. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so aggravated with that whole situation. But, all right. So we leave here at 4 o'clock in the morning. 4 o'clock in the morning. We go we from here. here to LaGuardia, which is, like, a 20-minute drive for us. Then we get through... Fairly quickly, the line at the Spirit Airways counter was ridiculous. At Kennedy Airport, packed. LaGuardia. 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 Yes, true. Which I literally just said. I know. I'm. I'm. Whatever. So I go there and I. I wait go in line. To the electronic kiosk. Mm-hmm. You wait in line. Which was longer than any other airline's line. The electronic kiosk works, and there was just a series of random, bizarre questions. Like what? Like, do you have? A carry-on bag. Yeah, I got a carry-on bag. <laughs> well, do you have more than one carry-on bag? Well, I have, like, my regular personal carry-on bag and one for the overhead Your man purse. You had your man purse. But that was it. And, I mean, any other flight, it was like going, all right, well, carry-on. And the whole way, I was like, we could have, a, because every other airline is like, you have a carry-on bag, which is like a suitcase or duffel bag or whatever, plus a personal item, which for me would be my purse. You, it was like your messenger bag. Right. Any other airline, like, it's two items you're allowed. And that was the thing, because there was nothing that said when we booked the trip that there was going to be extra charges for right another bag. So I didn't expect there to be charges for another bag. So we go into the airport. I do the electronic kiosk. So excited that it worked because the line was insane. It was ridiculous, yeah. Within, I don't know, three minutes, we had our boarding passes printed out. But it says, do you have a carry-on? Yes. Do you have an additional carry-on? Yeah, I do. But what what do you care? (laughs) Oh, because you're going to charge me an additional whatever $55, I think it was. Yeah. For each of us, we Mm -hmm. both had one. So I was like, now our ticket just went up another hundred and ten dollars so it was like okay fair enough whatever then after you're done because they have you they know like you're not gonna leave your bag like turn around go home yeah be like fuck it (laughs) yeah i spent you know and again trip wasn't it wasn't expensive by means of leaving the country but when you start saying all right it's like 800 bucks but now I'm going to add like another 150. I mean, that's a huge trip to add yeah. on to a trip yeah. that's so cheap. Whatever, though. We're going on vacation. Who gives a shit? I paid 110. Then after that, it was, would you like a wide seat? Well, what is a wide seat? Well, I don't know. I just want a regular seat. I'm going. So what's the big deal? Until you get on the plane and you realize that there are seats smaller than usual. Mm-hmm. Smaller than, yeah, like definitely smaller. They don't go back. At all. No, no reclining. They're and, metal. And there's certainly no TV to occupy you like on every other goddamn airline. No. And we have a situation where you go and you say, hey, what if you want a drink on the plane? 
Well, no. well, <laughs> they are. And like they, they did not like they didn't say this ahead of time. They didn't say this until you were up in the air and it was too late for you to be like, oh, shit. They give nothing, absolutely nothing for free. You pay for snacks. You pay for drinks. You pay for fucking water. Yep. And they don't take cash, only credit card. Which is which also presents a problem in itself. Because what if you did like now? I bought a credit card that I turned on from the back mm-hmm. with Which, me just in case. And we decided that I wasn't going to do that. Right. And we were going to leave the rest of the credit cards at home, but we were going to bring a stack of ones, fives, and twenties for mm-hmm. like tips and stuff like right. that for the week. Because people that we had talked about, because we had never been to, you know, a resort area like this. So they were like, you know, oh, like you should tip, like it's it's really good. And if you tip, like they're going to love you and all this stuff. So we were like, okay, great. So we had money to like, you know, tip the people helping us with our bags, tip, you know, right. room tip service, really the everybody. food. Yeah. Because like, you know, like they're working really hard and they're not getting like as much as they would probably if it was like a regular pay for this meal thing so like you know and we're really good tippers so right so we go and we get on the plane but nobody tells us you can't use cash so let's say if we would have gotten up there but we didn't bring credit card with us Mm -hmm. and we just bought cash with us because it's all inclusive there's no need to bring a credit card by the time it's all said and done right so now you're up in the air and you're like going all right well i got a couple of hundred bucks on me in cash i can't buy a water and you can't give me a water like like that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and like the staff is just the staff was so bitchy, especially on the first flight. Yes. The first flight was definitely like a very ridiculous staff. Like they and like they literally do nothing and it's like Well, there's nothing for them to do because there's no there's no giving out of free snacks, there's no giving out of water, there's no soda. So, I mean, if the only time they need to like come out of the front from screwing around doing whatever it is they're doing, mm-hmm. because basically that's all they were doing was just screwing oh, around. Snap. The only need they had to come out is if somebody called them. And nobody was calling them because we were on a shit show flight. Nobody was like going to go and spend like, you know, however much for it was for a drink. I think $3 it was for a drink or something. Yeah, like I don't that. know how much the alcohol was because they had this like ball thing. Yeah. That was like. A ginger, like it was like a tequila and something like in like a tequila and ginger ale or something like that, like in like a ball, like a glass ball. Mm. Well, no matter what it is, it wasn't worth it. So no. we get there. and then No, we... no, 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 no. What? I'm not done. Oh, go on. Sorry. Because I was sitting in the middle seat, <laughs> as you know. Oh, don't roll go your on, eyes, Mr. On. Window Seat. Go on. He takes the window from the person who... I'm a lot taller than you are. Oh, okay. All right, so you got the middle so seat. So I got the middle seat, and I'm sitting next to this gentleman who, first of all, plops down in the seat like, I, I don't even know what. Like, like he, someone dropped the bowling ball in the yeah, seat. That's like exactly somebody, and like he just like plops down, and okay, fine. Like, I'm not the thinnest person in the world. I'm also not the fattest person that was on that plane because there were a couple people that were, wow. But... He the entire flight. Now the flight from here to Florida was like two and a half hours, I think. Mm-hmm. This guy immediately takes over the elbow, like he immediately takes over the, the armrest. And we need to talk about something because middle seat lives matter. And I have seen this talked about. I forget what comedian. Jim talked. Jeffries was it? Jim Jeffries. Yes, it was. 
see I'm, okay so jim like uh, jim jeffries had a bit about how like you're like the middle seat like the person in the middle seat has the shittiest seat in the airline because you are between two people and it's not comfortable which it isn't and if you've ever sat there like you know this so as a courtesy everybody's supposed to know that like the middle seat person gets the the armrest because they have nothing else going for them because an, a window seat has a little bit of extra room because they can lean up against the window thing the aisle seat you can put your feet out into the aisle when there's nobody coming and stuff like that which on a spirit airline would be never because people are fucking constantly roaming but this guy not the staff si- yeah, right <laughs> this guy sitting next to me sitting next to me kept pressing down on the armrest as if it was going to make me thinner and it wouldn't make me any thinner just as as the fact that there was nothing i could do to make your breath not smell oh my so God. bad like this guy and he just kept breathing over us like it was disgusting to me it smelled like mothballs that's not how i describe no, it no and i'm going to read because tom and i were like taking notes and i was just like saying things because you obviously can't because i'm not that much of an asshole i'd rather just sit there and seethe and slam myself back and forth he said tom says your breath smells like you've been nibbling big on little pieces of shit it's as if someone shit in a breakfast burrito and this guy ate it while making his way to his seat <laughs> it was it dis- literally smelled like that guy ate a shit filled breakfast it burrito. was disgusting it really, and really like did. i was just like oh my god like and i kept turning like my face to tom and just going wait oh my god you missed a very very important part what is the important well, after the guy sat down mm-hmm. and then i want to like move forward but after this guy sat down next to you and he turned to you, right? First, he dropped in a seat. He crushed you. Then he pressed down the armrest on you. Mm-hmm. Repeatedly then, during the trip. Then he, like, turned towards us and just kind of, like, breathed it out of his mouth. For like a he second. was trying like, to kill us. <sighs> yeah. And as soon as he did that, I was like, what the hell is that? Like, there has been no worse smell coming out of somebody's mouth ever. Ever. Like, if somebody... He's the guy that had sex with the white monkey, and he did like just rancid, rancid things. You know how AIDS first got started? I feel like this is the dude that probably did it. Oh my he god! He was the filth that had sex with the white monkey. Anyway, what the fuck he sits does down. That come from all of a sudden, now not helping people. Like we're still we're still like on the on the runway. All of a sudden, the stewardess comes walking down the aisle. What does she do? Just walk by, make sure everybody's seatbelts are on. Mm-hmm. She gets stopped by the guy sitting next to you who asks her, and you didn't hear this, thank God, for... For what? A barf bag. He did not. Yes, he did. He goes, can I have a barf bag? <gasps> and then all of a sudden, she goes, to the, she goes, what do you want? And he whispered it twice. And then before he could finish it, saying it the third time because she couldn't understand him because he had some accent. Um, she was like, oh, you want a barf bag? I'll be right back. And then she left. And I looked at you because I was looking out the window and I was trying not to laugh because I was like, it's so it funny. It's so worse. funny. Yes, because it it's funny. Because if, if it was you, if, it was, if me, it was you, there would be a hole in the airplane because your fists of fury would have fucking punched something. Yeah. But if because Problem it's not solved, you, I would have pushed funny. him right out that fucking hole. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm trying not to Dick. laugh. And all of a sudden, the woman comes over and hands him, like, a plastic shopping bag and says, I'm sorry, we don't have any on this flight. And the guy just curls it up and puts it in the, not the seat back, but 
the the bungee cords. Yeah, that held it was the bungee together. cord. It was <laughs> bungee cords. What he puts it in. So you couldn't even like, put a drink in the are back. You freaking kidding me? Like you couldn't even put your drink or your phone or anything. Like there was no seat back pocket. None. It was like a bungee cord. So we fly oh, away. And oh, okay. Unlike you know, I mean, I'm used to it because you're doing it right now. But this guy, the entire way, was just making his feet move. Like, what do you call that? Like a restless leg syndrome. Yeah. He, oh, you don't have restless leg syndrome. Uh, you don't know what I have. I do know what you have. You don't know and what you I don't have. have restless. You do not know what I you have. You have a bitch, bitch leg syndrome. Is what you. Bitch pudding flavor. No, I have restless leg syndrome. Is what I have. God damn it. You do not. You've and, never been diagnosed. All right. Anyway, you don't know what I've been diagnosed. With. I think I do. All right. Anyway, so. <laughs> Yes, so he's just like bouncing around, and we get it. We get it. It's a horrible, it was a horrible, horrible flight. It really was. But we land in Jamaica eventually. Yes, eventually. after after a three-hour layover in Fort Lauderdale. Ugh, worst place ever. We had, uh, <laughs> like, I'm gonna block seriously, my ears. eggs in a can, eggs in a can, thawed out in a microwave, thrown on a crusty old pizza bread, and they called it... Cuban breakfast. Oh my god, it was disgusting. What they should have said right from the beginning is, while we were in your fancy airport there, <laughs> like your shit show Hollywood, Florida airport, <laughs> what they should have said in the sign was, we serve breakfast until 11 o'clock. This way, at 10.30, when we walked up to the restaurant, we would have known that hamburger that was looking also good in the pictures is not available until 11. You're going to have to get microwaved eggs before then. With ham? With ham on just like the... Old bread. Like old, it was just old, old bread. bread. Like I'm going to throw up just thinking about it. We actually had to eat a bag of chips just to get them... Like just to get that taste out of our mouth. Yes. So that we didn't breathe egg all over whoever's sitting next to us. Yes, yeah, we didn't want to be like that other ass that was on the plane with us, so... But then, luckily, you know, on the way there, we had an empty seat, so it was a little bit more comfortable, and then... And then we land, and then we... Jamaican! And then we go to customs, which is... Jamaican customs is kind of like, you know, just like everything else in Jamaica, like, don't worry about it. Just yeah, go through. Yeah, like, we through. go to this kiosk, <laughs> we put in our papers, it's like, okay. They're like, okay, welcome to the country, go through. Like, whatever you're going to smuggle here is only going to make it better, because there's not <laughs> a lot here. Seriously, what? Did you bring snacks? Did you bring something good? No, we didn't. We thought we were able to get something on the plane, but that wasn't available. <laughs> so now, So at this point, it's we land, and it's like... Three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon. So we have literally been on the road. We have been in transit for 12 hours now. Yes. Now, we get onto the bus that we find. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, hotel? It was awesome. Finding, like, because I was kind of worried because they were like, go to desk, whatever. And then, like, as you're coming out of customs, they're like what resort are you staying at? And you tell them, and then they're like, okay, go to this desk. And then like you go there and then they take you outside. They write something down on a piece of paper. So easy. It was very easy. It was a lot easier than like here. I feel yeah. like even here, cause I feel like we go to concerts and there are places like giant stadiums who will have buses. Good luck trying to find out yeah. where you're supposed to yeah, go. It was like, very easy because like the bus driver told us on our ass long ass trip to the resort, that like, you know, tourism is their number one, you know, economy. Like that's where they get most of their money from. And then I forget what he said was second. 
Probably weed. No, he did not say weed. <laughs> oh, it was bre- it was like bor- borax or bro- brexite, oh, broxite yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like, like that. It's like some kind of red dirt. That yeah, they can it's make like into like aluminum bricks or whatever. Yeah, aluminum. Yeah, so there's that. Something like that. I th- I think that was it. Right. So. Oh, and sugar and stuff like. Oh yeah, agriculture. Really agriculture is like agricultural, but number one is like tourism. Yes, but they had it down. That was so seamless and they just dropped our bags in they knew exactly where everything was supposed to go mm-hmm. they fill it up and the guy was like we have to stop off at like five resorts five resorts before we you know get to your place mm-hmm. and it's like going oh my god so he said but- it will take probably about an hour and a half mm-hmm. Until about two hours and 20 minutes, I think, by the time it was all said and done. And yeah, because like it just took a while to like, because they had to like go through everybody's luggage and all this stuff, because like whatever. But I had been really, really nervous about driving because I get super, super car sick. Like I get ridiculously car sick. Yes. So I was like, I had heard horror stories about like, oh my God, traveling to the resorts is like ridiculous because there's so many like, like the road is really small and narrow and. All this stuff, and I just like spit all over me. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> These are just some of the things you'll see on the blooper reel. <laughs> yes. Or um, just here during the show because I'm not editing it out. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. And the road was actually like just like a highway, and it was so, it was very smooth. You know, it was really, it was a lot better than I thought that it was going to be. And but the scenery just, was yeah, and beautiful. The scenery. I have beautiful. never seen water like that. Yeah, and it was great because the road is fairly new. I think he said that it was like built ten like, years or two thousand, like in the nineties or like early two thousands. Yeah, think. is when he said like the road was actually built longer and yeah. like wider and stuff. And but it goes all on the coastline, mm-hmm. so like you're just looking out at blue water, and then you see like these shacks and stuff like that mm-hmm. as you go. Because I mean, it is it is a poor country for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cool thing about it is most people will buy the land once they get the land. They don't take out bank loans. What they do is they save up all their money, and Mm -hmm. then they'll build, like, a two-room house consisting of, like, a kitchen and a bathroom, and they'll live in it. Mm -hmm. And then when they get enough money, they'll build onto it, and they'll build build out, and so and so. So there's lots of unfinished houses, and then there's some that are just, like, absolutely stunning, and they look like hotels and stuff. And then, like, there's some that just look like shells of buildings, and then, like, you see, like, life inside, and, like... You know, and they but they own it outright. Yeah, so like they're like we don't trust the banks. Yeah, because the banks are charging thirty percent interest on like a home loan. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Because what is it here? Like I think under five. Yeah, I have no idea. Something like that, and that's over thirty there. So I mean, they would be in debt to ever. So they just were like going, all right, well, we'll buy the land, we'll build it as we need, you know, as we get the money. But once they build it, they owe nothing. And their their laws as far as, like, expanding and stuff like that are, you know, I think pretty lackadaisical for the most part. Right. I mean, there's only been a few instances of houses that they pointed out where they said that somebody built out, like, this... 32-room, 32 32-bedroom 32 house. And it was just too massive for the amount of weight that it had to take. Because it was, like, four stories high. The thing looked ridiculous. Yeah. It was and it somebody's was, like, house. carved into, like, the side of a mountain... And that was the only one that they had said that, like, they put a stop on because it was just structurally unsound. Yeah. But it was like, as you're driving, like, he's telling you, like, okay, if you look here, like, this is the biggest resort on the area. And then this is, like, where Christopher Columbus, you know, came and claimed that he discovered Jamaica, even though there were people living on Jamaica (laughs) already. And the guy that we had going on going to the first like you know when we first got there he he was like he hated christopher columbus (laughs) and he's like he's a liar 
Yeah, he kept repeating how much Christopher Columbus was a liar. There was some very, very deep-rooted hate yeah, there involved was. in that. I think that a lot of people have a lot of hate for Christopher Columbus. Yeah, he's kind of a douche. Whatever. So, anyway, <laughs> so we go to all these other resorts. So we got to see, because we were the last resort yeah. on the line. So we got, so we got to, to see, see everyone else's resorts. Yeah, and, um, like, the sister places to ours, because we stayed at, like, a curio collection, which is, um, you know, it's called, like, Jewel Dunn River Resort. And we got to see, like, some of their sister properties, like, in the area. So it was like, okay, wow, like, these are really nice. And, like, each one was like, holy shit. Like, you pull up and, like, you could see through the reception area. And then, like, through the reception area because everything's open because it's all, like, about, like, the environment. Like, being, like, in, like, you know, bringing the outdoors in and stuff. So, like, you look through and you're like, oh, my God, you could see the ocean from, like, the reception area. That's amazing. And it was, I mean, the resorts, every one of them was immaculate. Mm Mm-hmm. But I got to say, I think ours was seriously the best one. I agree. And even the bus driver was like, this is the best one. This is the best one. And you know the sales technique. It's like, all right, we're the last people on the bus. We're probably the second biggest group that got dropped off out of all the hotels. And And plus, like, we're all just miserable at this point. Because we were all, like, there was no talking on the bus. There was nobody. Like, we were all just like, get me the fuck out of here. (laughs) Like, it was a horrible, horrible day up to that point. Yeah, so he's, he's pulling in. He's like, this is the best resort. You guys did really good. Blah, blah, blah. And we're like going, all right, this guy's trying to, like, sell us on the sure. bullshit so we can give him a bigger tip, whatever. Thanks so much, man. Like, you know, we have, like, only the best for us, right? It's like, <laughs> no, this is, just a, this is just the best one we could find that didn't have kids. But it wound up being the best one in general. Okay, so we get out. We walk into the lobby area, and all we want to do is check in and get to our room, and everybody's just like, chill out have a drink we'll take your bags and it's like going don't you get it man we're not from here we want to get to the goddamn room yeah. and put our shit down it took a, a minute drink. it took a minute for us to get like like they greeted us with cold towels yes and gatorade and like with, a like, gatorade drink it. yeah like it tasted like it was like a blue drink like made with like blue curacao or something i'm sure and it just tasted like gatorade and it was just like oh my god that was like so refreshing yeah so having not drank in a long time me automatically hit with a buzz <laughs> awesome i'm like all right after the drink i did cool down a little bit we go up to the room and it is hot. It is hot. It is as so shit. hot. It is like being <laughs> in hell. Like I gotta say, because the bus was air conditioned. Yeah. Walking from, from the, the airport, airport to the bus, I was like, God damn, Jamaica's hot. Of course it is. I mean, I, I was. We knew it. it. Yeah, we totally knew that. Yeah. So I'm not complaining about that. But man, it was hot. <laughs> so <laughs> the guy takes us up to our room, and he's raving about our room because we got we like we upgraded we did the ocean front thing and stuff like that so the guy's like oh you're gonna love you're gonna love it you open it up he wasn't lying man the room was was unbelievable the view i could not like i could still just like i couldn't stop looking at it because i'd never had been in a place i'd never been to an island before i've never and like the ocean i love the ocean so much I have been to Long Island. And you're not saying Long Island's beautiful? It is beautiful, and I you know so. that. I have never been to, like, a <laughs> tropical island, you piece of shit. <laughs> so it was just like, oh, my God. And, like, I think there might have been, like, just, like, a little tear, but it might have just been sheer exhaustion. It could have been. You might have yawned. I might have, like, it just was like, wow. Like, the ocean was crystal 
clear and blue and teal. Like it was just this shades of color I've never seen before. It's what you see on TV or you know what it is? It's a really good desktop image. Yeah. Like it's what you see like Microsoft when yeah. Windows just come out and they just be like, oh, here's this tropical island. Yeah, exactly. Like that was literally yeah. all view. And like we had like palm trees below us. We had like this private lanai. Yes, which we spent a lot of We spent of so time much on. time on a it. A lot yeah. of time on Once Maud went to sleep. Oh, that goddamn bird. All right, so we get up there and... Why don't you just tell a story? No, well, no, it's fine. I'm just, you know. So we get up there and we're like, man, we haven't eaten anything outside of microwaved egg niblets. Oh, God. And a like bag of chips. Like in 14 hours. Yeah. Like literally, right? So we go downstairs, and we don't, still don't know how the all-inclusive works. And I know people are going to be listening to this show who've never been to an all-inclusive place, and it's going to sound as bizarre as we found it. Because even though they say it, you're like, I don't get it, man. Yeah, like you don't believe it. Yeah, and we get down there, and we meet a guy who brought us up to our room, and he was like, if you have any questions, ask me, because he was our personal concierge. Yes. We saw him when we first got there. We saw him when we left. Anyway, so... Well, no, he was like, he was a bellhop. He was... Yeah, well, he was like, he was supposed to be like our personal guy, I think. But either way, it doesn't matter. We didn't really need him. You're such a complainer. I am loving my complaints lately. You really are. Like, you I are really, just, really am. You have turned into just... Your mom. You have turned into turned my into mom. Honestly, mom. you have That's turned into I my turned mom. into. Okay. Well... Thank you. So we get there, <laughs> and the guy was like... When we see him downstairs, I was like, so how does this work out? Where can we get something to eat? And he goes, says, oh, you can try any one of these any one of these restaurants. Some of me had to dress up for. Mm-hmm. We were sort of dressed up, but not dressy-dressy. And we decided to go for Italian our first night. I don't know why or how we picked because Italian. Because we wanted to save the seafood place. We wanted to save the seafood place. For... When we were awake. Right? <laughs> I'm going to just back away and just no, let no. the Tom, like Tom, no, 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 Tom no, be no. host and co-host. No, 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 please. I, feel free to jump in at any moment. <laughs> I, I try. I try and you just bamboozle right I don't see me. you trying very hard. You're just giving up very, very quickly. Because I'm over it already. <laughs> so we go for Italian food and we just walk in and they ask us for our room number right mm-hmm. away, which was kind of like, well, what's going to happen now? You guys are going to just like charge if- me when I get here. It's because there were certain things that, like, there was certain alcohol that was included in, you know, and it was basically, like, your house or, like, your beach drinks and stuff like that. Like, your house kind of, like, spirits and wines and stuff like that. And then they had, like, you know, what I would assume was, like, a good wine list and things like that. But, like, who gives a shit? Like, give me whatever's free, man. And yeah. keep it coming. And our first our first server that we had, Anthony... Best. He was at Moonstone at the Jewel Dunn River Resort, and he was immaculate. The meal, we sat, so imagine, we're cramped up on this airplane. Sucked. Cramped on, like twice, we're cramped on an airplane twice. We're on a bus ride for two hours. We finally, after like 14 hours of travel, we finally get to our destination, and you could feel like, kind of like, I personally felt a little bit of like the New York and a little bit of just like the that comes with traveling kind of washing away as we were seated on the pier outside the restaurant in front of palm trees and the beach. Yeah, like the the way that the restaurant was set up is 
you can like be inside or outside. Just explained it. No, you could you could have chosen inside. Yeah, we and we, and we almost did. chose inside because of the air conditioning. We we like but I felt breeze. like I was super close to choosing because it was it was freaking hot out. But there it was like starting to get dark, so like the breeze was starting to just be really nice. So yes, it was hot, but then like once like and then all of a sudden like night just felt like there was no like it was a long drawn out like sunset. Nope. It was just like. Oh my God, you're looking at how beautiful like the sun is on the water and then all of a sudden it's gone. Yep. And then the temperature drops and then it was like it was super so nice. nice out. And Anthony just kept filling my wine glass, filling my wine glass, filling my wine glass. <laughs> and he kept like calling us like princess and lover and like it was just amazing. Not me. He didn't call me princess. He called you. Well, he should have. He called with, me prince. With your friggin' bitch. Boss. Baby. Captain, you were captain. Captain. He also called the guy behind us captain, so you shouldn't feel too well, special. Whatever. The guy behind us was a douchebag, though. <laughs> you don't even know. Uh, believe me, I know. <laughs> God. He was he was behind us. We had the waterfront view. He had the view of us. Douchebag. <laughs> sit back there. Watch how real grown-ups play. Oh, my God. So, anyway. So, dinner. Awesome. Incredible, yeah. It was absolutely incredible. So, and he kept asking, like, you were like, okay, this is what I want for dinner. Okay, what do you want for an appetizer? Well, I wasn't really thinking an appetizer. You should try it. Try to try to lemon try to lemon spinach soup. Okay. What do you want for this? What do you want for dessert? Like he all we wanted was just something to eat. He turned it into like literally a four course yeah. meal. We were there for over two hours on, on our first yeah. dinner. Just looking at the water and just stuffing our faces and like drinking all right, this and is just cool. talking <laughs> and just like wow. Like and we just kept sitting there going, like, I can't believe we're here. Like, wow. Yeah, considering what it took to get here. I yeah. can't believe we made it. What the hell? <laughs> like, it was so good. And then we had this wonderful dinner, you know, and then we went to the bar that was right... Right outside, right the, outside restaurant. the restaurant. Which became our favorite Yeah, place it was called... It was the broad... It was called the Boardwalk Bar. And mm. we had the first of many, many, many pina coladas. So many. And they were... Just the most amazing island so drinks good. ever. Like they really like it wasn't because you know sometimes you can go to like a certain atmosphere. Like I know like here in the city there are like very high end restaurants where you go into and you can buy a martini, but the atmosphere will also make it taste of, better. Literally, yeah. because you're like, oh man, this is a great martini in a great environment. There it was like going, man, this is a great drink in a great environment. If they would have put us in a closet at that point in time and turn, made sure there was no lights and just kept feeding us those pina coladas, <laughs> it still would have been one of the best drinks ever. Seriously, ever. it was so good. Like, it was so, so good. And they like, you know, and they add like so much rum to it because like they make them virgin just in case. And right. then they're like, do you want rum? And it's like, yeah. Right. So we drank a ton of yeah, shit. We definitely got our money's worth from like just the alcohol <laughs> alone. <laughs> and what was cool was, again, all all included, like a dollar every time you go up to the bar. I'd be like, here's a buck for a drink. Here's a buck for a drink. Yeah, and like, I'd be like, oh, I couldn't get a freaking dollar for a drink anywhere on the planet except for this place. Yeah, because it, and it was just incredible. And then like after dinner, like we walked along the beach and it was like by this point it was like pitch black out so like we couldn't really see and like when by the time we had got to the the resort and like gone up to our room and like refreshed ourselves it was kind of late so like we didn't get to explore because we were so hungry so we're like we have to eat first or else like we're going to just annihilate each other so because <laughs> when we get hangry it turns into 
very touchy situation, a sticky wicket it turns into. <laughs> all right, a little bit, but whatever. <laughs> so we were like, all right, so like, let's just like walk around, you know, and like, we'll just see like what the resort looks like at night. And like, we're wandering around and like, we see just like, you know, there's people milling about. There's like other restaurants. There's like a club that like nobody was in, but like, which was, was sad. Yeah, which was sad, but like, they're still playing music and stuff, but it was also like fairly early and they're open until like one. So like a lot of people were probably still like sleeping off the day and stuff, but like the resort was not big, but it was like the perfect size for the amount of time we were there because we discussed that. We said for four days, <laughs> we which were there was from really two, two and, and a half, half yeah. by the time you add it all up. There was what I would say, two, three major restaurants mm-hmm. that were on the property. Um, no, four. There were four major restaurants. How there, four? There's a buffet. There's the Italian oh, yeah. restaurant, yeah, 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 the yeah, sushi yeah. place, and the seafood place. Right. We missed the sushi place. We could have went to the buffet the last day, but we decided we got to yeah. just rest up because it's going to be a nightmare going. Yes, on. yes. And then they had like a pizza place. Um, like a coffee bar that like turned into self-serve where you could just like get your own coffee and stuff like after hours. And then there was like a grill place that was open that was attached Which to a was bar. unbelievable. Yeah. You had, we had like, honestly, like I loved the fancy meal and stuff, but Me like too. this for, we had it like twice for lunch and it was the, the jerk chicken, which is like the national, like, which is one of their national, it's not their national dish, but like it's pretty damn close. Friggin' incredible. Oh like my the God. spice, when you and like you're sitting there and like I'm sitting eating this chicken underneath this like beautiful like trellis area near trees and there's a the beach is right there there's pools on either side of us and I'm drinking a fucking margarita or a fucking pina colada like and eating jerk chicken and eating jerk chicken and it's like this is the greatest day ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was incredible they had um, drive-in movies. Mm-hmm. They were dive-in. Dive-in, dive-in yeah. movies. Yeah, so like you could watch a movie that's like on one of the back pools. So they had like a movie screen, and you could watch it from either side. And you could watch it from in the pool. And like there were some people that were just like laying on a on a raft in the pool watching the movie. Yep. Or you could be on like one of those beach the, chairs yeah. if you wanted to. A beach or chair or in the bar. the bar. Yeah, like, sitting in the bar. And there was like popcorn that they had like set up that you could just yeah. take and... Like, it was crazy. Like, it was just so hard to get used to. Like, I, I understand, and I still understand, like, what the, obje- the objective, objective is. Objective? Objective. It's objective is. I guess. I don't know. Finish your thought. all-inclusive. <laughs> yeah. But when you are actually experiencing all-inclusive, you're like, where am I going to get fucked? Like, because that's what we're used to. <laughs> like, just like Spirit, like Spirit Airlines. After that, we were just like... They showed where, me. Where's the Where is the fucking happening? <laughs> they, sh- they showed me where the fucking was coming from, Spirit <laughs> Airlines did. But, but like, yeah, like, because, for people like us who, like, we never expect anything. We never ask for a lot. Like, no. So, like, when we're like, hey, how is everything? Do you need anything? And it's just like... We, like, naturally, like, back away. And, like, it took, like, a full day for us to just be, like... Yes, I would like a spritz yeah. while I'm sitting on the beach. Yeah, like, I'll take a a pina colada if you're off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we wouldn't seek it out, but, like, if you're asking us... You know, like, everybody was just so nice. Like, everybody that worked there was, like, really, really nice. There was, like, maybe one or two bartenders that weren't, like, the greatest. Right. But I mean, even the out workers, of the whole place, there were like two people that I was just like, eh, they weren't that friendly. But it was like, who gives a shit? Because everybody else right. overcompensated. And they didn't get anything. Like, we were like, all right, look, man, fucking earn it. Like, because at that point we in time, like, I was like, 
we already knew what the deal was when and we ran we, into those bartenders. There were so many people that I saw that like did not tip at all. Well, because I think you're allowed to, and I'm not sure how, tip when you're checking out. Mm. Because they said that originally you could put all the tips on, you know, like you could write That's it just in so your billing. Well, it is because you don't know. And like, I, and then who does it go to? Like if I tip the restaurant, what does it get? Divvy yeah, up no. amongst all the waiters? No, Anthony, like Anthony deserved, deserved that the money. tip that he yeah. got. Like, and, you know, it, it's, it's strange because our American dollar is worth – 125 Jamaican dollars. So if I go and I put it down, like the tip down there, like what is it equaling to? Is it equaling to Jamaican money? Is it Probably to United US States money? because we paid yeah, via maybe. US. I don't know. But but again, it would have gotten split up and the person who deserved it wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten, gotten it. it yeah. Where I was like, I would rather just, if you're going to go, just bring money with you so that you could tip the people who've earned it. Yeah, who are who are physically there with you, right? Like your dinner people, your, you know, the, the bar people. Like, oh, my God. Like I the, mean, some of the bar people were off, like we got offered the Purple Rain drink. Oh, my God. Which was so good. the guy's just sitting there making drinks and all of a sudden we like. He's like, you want to try this? Like, yeah, we're like, like, yeah. Just try it. And it's like, OK, we'll get hooked on that for a little bit. And then we'll go back to our pina coladas because that was the staple. Um <laughs> But for the most part, I would say, bring American money with you, man. You don't need to even bring a lot. Like, what did we bring? Like, 250 cash, something like not that? Not even. Yeah, not even. Because, I mean, we went home with a lot of cash, yeah. too, which it was like, how could it have been so cheap? And it doesn't include, like, all of our weird little ventures that we paid for, like, you know, after dark, yeah, after the sun were, went down. There were some, <laughs> <there was> some <laughs> nocturnal situations is what they, what they call it. <laughs> Yes, but we're not going to incriminate ourselves, so we're just going to go <laughs> right past those. But anyway, um, but there was movies and restaurants and bars. And then and it was like, just... Yeah, so that was like Tuesday night, right? Like, was the drive-in movie? No, the party. There was like a beach party. Yes. That was on Wednesday? Um, I don't know. Yeah, like, so they had like... So like each night had like, you know, there was like the drive-in or the dive-in movie. And then the one night there was like a beach party. So one of the restaurants... So one of the restaurants we wanted to go to was closed because they did this like what looked like an amazing spread. We missed the dinner because we opted to go back to the Italian place. But they had like all of this stuff like smokers and grills and stuff set up on the beach. And then they had like drinks and all this stuff. And then they had like this like entertainment and dancers and some snake charmer guy that just happened to start his set when we walked up. (laughs) So like we sat there and like it was nice like because you could go to that or you didn't have to. Right. Like and- nobody like haunts you to do things, you know, they ha- they offer excursions and things like that where like you could go to like Bob Marley's birthplace and like spend the day there hiking and getting high apparently because everybody who pitched that was like, you could get high there. So. Yeah, because it was the only place on the island where it was 100% legal to buy and smoke pot, even though you would not know it. Because if you walked down anywhere on the beach, like after the sun went down, you would think that the whole island was a pot <laughs> field on fire. <laughs> it was very relaxing, it one was might very say. Relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only place, huh? I guess the winds are blowing strong tonight from the Bar Marley Mountain Tour. <laughs> but anyway, strong winds, man. Those. Very strong winds. It's amazing. <laughs> but I mean, they tell you before you even go to that tour, like. You know, like, hey, listen, if you want to go to the Bob Marley tour, that's cool. You might go and be able to, like, smoke on the tour and get high, which we didn't take, by the way. We did not, know. No. 
So, but once you get there, even if you don't smoke and you just want to like go and see the scenery because there's a waterfall there mm-hmm. and blah blah blah, um, it's a nine mile hike. It, all the, the bus driver kept saying, "You will be high before it's over, just mm-hmm. from the amount from of being smoke there, yeah. and being around that much." Yeah, pie. like and a contact like, high. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. So, if we had been there an extra day, we definitely would have taken an excursion. Yes, but we only had like two really full days on the resort because of our travel. And then what happens? Then it comes to an end. Oh this my god! Fantastic two and a half days. It was. It was. It was good. It was. I loved it. Like I truly loved being on the resort. I loved just. I loved just laying on the beach. I had anxiety from the moment we landed, knowing we had to go through that on the way back, and it was so, so basically, much worse on the So way basically back. what Tom is saying is, yes, he allowed the issue of traveling to just ruin his trip. It, it did. It did, because, like... You're look, such a party pooper. It's not a party pooper thing. It's it like, is. I have to weigh the pros and cons. If somebody says, traveling would you sucks. go to Jamaica? You just have to know it. And I've realized that. I've realized that I love vacationing. I hate traveling. Right. But you didn't allow yourself to enjoy the vacation. But I couldn't. I just could not let go of knowing what the return trip was going to be like. Here's what Tom is not going to tell you. He could not get off the beach. Like, he did not want to leave the beach. He was... When there we were, were there, more there than were moments... one reason why I could not get off the. It wasn't that I couldn't get off the beach. It was I couldn't get off of my chair. Is what <laughs> half of the problem was. <laughs> because you tried to get me off my chair, and I almost fell. And then I was like, I, you know, I'll take a couple of steps to the water. We'll go back to the chair. Yeah, too many pinicolas. <laughs> That's it. But then, <laughs> by the time it's all said and done, we go and we get on the. We get on the uh, bus to leave, and again, awesome bus ride back. They give you a ton of so information, much information. Like on the way so back. So much trivia. I loved it. Yeah, it was very, very educational. So I didn't. I really, honestly, did not mind the bus ride to no, and from like, the airport. I loved learning because, like, you're in a place that's foreign to you. Yes. And I think it's very important for you to learn about that place because you're doing, you're not respecting the environment if you're not like listening to like what their life is like there and what is important to them and who this house, like Harry, we pass like Harry Belafonte's house. We pass Ben Johnson's house. We pass like all these people that are like Olympic athletes and stuff. And like, it was very interesting, and it's like, wow, like, it's two different worlds between America and there, and America takes so many things for granted, and it's nice to just realize that, how lucky you are, but understand that, like, wow, like, this place is beautiful. It definitely, my complaint was not about the place. I love the place. I love the island. I think the people that were awesome for the most part. Mm-hmm. There were very, like you said, very, very few, very few people that we encountered that were not. And even just, just people like walking with like carrying lights were just like, hey, how's it going? You guys having a great trip? Like if you need anything, like yep. everybody was extremely friendly. Yes. But then we got back to the airport and of course the computers were down by the time we got there. So we couldn't do our regular check-in. And then we had to be online for, what like would you say? An, an hour, hour and a half. half. <laughs> and then we finally get through and then now we got to go through that security. Again, pretty lackadaisical like there in Jamaica. And then you land in Hollywood, Florida, 
where can i just say that the airport in montego bay was absolutely like once you got through customs and like all that other stuff like once you got upstairs and like you were in like the concourse it was an amazing airport oh yeah they had like like this is i was like oh yeah florida's not going to be that bad because like every airport has chain restaurants where you could at least get a drink and have a nice break like food not fucking hollywood not Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood International Airport. But Jamaica had like a two-level Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville in the concourse. Oh, yeah. It was incredible. The whole and it was like, airport was great. The only bad thing about the airport was Spirit Airlines. And it was just Spirit Airlines again. Because every other place had their computer terminals on. Mm-hmm. People were just going up on Delta, like scanning their like passports and getting their boarding passes and walking out onto the plane. We had to wait online for an hour and a half. Like, what the hell is going on? We talked to one group of guys on the plane on the way home who said that they got bumped from their flight mm-hmm. and on the way down there. And instead of just bumping them from the flight and putting them on a different airline, which they did. They canceled their flights home. They canceled their flights home. And then they had to scramble to find a way to get back home. And, it's and like they were going, on the phone for three hours trying yep. to like figure it out. And they were like a band. And they were like, we all have to get together. Like, we have to go home together like because we have shows. And I don't understand why it was such a problem. Because when we sat down on the plane, there was an entire row in front of us completely empty. So what is the conflict Because right spirit now? is bullshit. Like, they are just the worst person people in the world and i feel like and like i don't want to speak ill because like there were the people on the way back like the stewardesses and i say stewardess but the flight attendants like they seemed nice like on like like they were nicer than the ones going there like the ones going from new york to florida had such attitude but like these other people were like really really like most of them seemed nice but it was like i kind of get the feeling that like spirit is like like a trash airline and it's like this is where people who can't get hired by other places go because spirit is just like right and i'm not and like if you know somebody that works there like i apologize but like come it's on it's a shit show go fly on it and you will understand that we are not being assholes like this airline is just a douche and if you're not sure if our opinions are valid or not why don't we take a look at this week's did you know you got it. Did you know? Did you know? On March 6, 2007, Spirit began a transition to an ultra-low-cost carrier. I did not know that, Senator, but I believe it. Yeah, ultra-low, man. That 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 means, like, lower than low. I really wish we would have known more about the... Because that is the only thing that ruined my vacation, was that transportation. I'm telling you. Because if it was a I direct know, Tom, flight... I know, Tom. I was on the vacation with you. If, I know. If there was a direct flight through there, it would have been a completely amazing. different situation. It would have been situation. amazing. Or if we had been on, like, an earlier flight that maybe got us in instead of having, like, a three-hour layover in, like, a dirt airport. But they have to because of all the security and everything. They make you jump through so many hoops. It's like you're already there, especially on the way home because we had to like we had to go through customs like three different times yeah, yeah. and then like recheck our bags and oh, like blah, 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 blah. it was just insane all right so anyway on june 3rd 2008 spirit airlines began advertising on the sides of aircrafts overhead bins tray tables seat back inserts and bulkheads to gain more money for their company okay 
In May 2009, Spirit pilots were amongst the lowest paid Airbus pilots in the United States. So why do they give a shit? They don't. So like Exactly. That's the whole thing. Like and what kind of quality people are you going to get when you're saying we're going to pay you the lowest? If you're working as a kid, you know better than that. Are you going to go work at Roots Chris Steakhouse or are you going to work at McDonald's? Who wants to work at McDonald's to make a minimum wage and no tips when you can work for Roots Chris Steakhouse and make like your weekly salary in a night, most likely? Okay. On June 20th, 2010, Spirit Plus was rebranding as Big Front Seat. And business class service was discontinued. For an additional fee, a person can choose big front seat or upgrade at an airport. In December 2010... And I have to say that the seat was very comfortable because we did upgrade to that from Jamaica to Florida. (laughs) Because on the way there, nobody told you what the big front seat was. Or I 100% would have paid the extra 40 bucks not to be around any of those like trolls that we had to be stuck next to. Both on all four flights. It was horrific. It was was just the people that were on this flight were just like, and I mean, maybe we're no better than them because we were on a flight with them. But we didn't know. They all seemed to know what the deal was. It was just like garbage. I feel like it was only us who walked in and was like, were we being prunked? (laughs) (laughs) Are we on Ashram Kitchen's point? In December of 2010, Spirit Airlines introduced the free Spirit World MasterCard, where I swear to God, if they said it one more goddamn time on that flight, I would have killed them and myself. They just kept going on about it, and they're like, MasterCard, MasterCard, and then you get like 2,500 miles if you sign up like on the flight and you give your paperwork to a a flight attendant, you'd get 2,500 extra miles when I get, I think you were already getting like 1,500 miles from right. signing up. So you got like a bonus and I'm like, why the fuck would I want <laughs> to 20, fly round fly trip on tw- this shit show? 2,500 miles. I, I want to go no more miles with this place. <laughs> right. What will you give me if I sign up right now? How could you get me on another airline? Can, can you, I transfer them? <laughs> can I get a parachute <laughs> yeah. if I fill this out? Parachutes cost extra. Not <laughs> all seats have it's them. Like, it's like, it's a very a la carte airline. Very. In 2012, citing the airline's strict refund policy, Spirit Airlines representative Misty Pinson announced that the airlines would not issue a refund to a dying veteran, Jerry Meekins, who had purchased a non-refundable ticket between Florida and Atlantic City. The 76-year-old Vietnam veteran and former Marine tried to get his $197 back after learning his esophageal cancer was terminal and being told by his doctors not to fly. On May 4th, Spirit CEO Ben Baldanza apologized for how the situation was handled, and he personally refunded Meekin's ticket. Additionally, the airlines made a $5,000 donation to the Wounded Warrior Project in Meekin's name. Should it have even come to that at that point in time where it's you're a, a major corporation, regardless of your shit service and your horrible reviews and just everything that's wrong with your business model. You couldn't give a freaking $176, $197 back to a 76 year old veteran with throat cancer. Like you had to make it to the point where this dude had, had to, to like, wait fight for it from April 2012 all the way until like December 
to get his money back. Like, it's just unbelievable. They're garbage people. Like, it's it's run by garbage people. It's a garbage airline run by garbage people. As an ultra-low cost carrier, the airline gives customers many options to customize their base ticket price, each which carries a charge. These include having an agent print a boarding pass at check-in. Yes, you have to pay for an agent to print your boarding pass. Yep, but if you do at a kiosk, it's free. Um, for any large, if the kiosk is working. If the kiosk <laughs> is working. For any large carry-on checked bags, that costs extra. Progressive fees for overweight bags, selected seat assignments, travel insurance, and more. So, like, if we wanted assigned seats, we had to pay extra for that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we just walk up there and they just can split you up and just be like, okay, you go this way, you go that way. Mm -hmm. Great. As an ultra-low cost carrier, the airline gives customers many... Okay, I already read that one. Great. On October 1st, 2007, Spirit began to charge $3 for all drinks. On June 21st, 2011, Spirit began to charging $5 fee to passengers who have their boarding passes printed at check-in desk. Bags that fit under the seat are still free, but passengers wanting to bring larger bags put in overhead bins are charged. The first checked bag fee is at the airport is $47. The second bag is $57. So if you bring on two carry-on bags, you're looking at an extra 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's changed since then because their bin at the carry-on was like, this bag is $55. This bag is $100. Great. <laughs> and finally, as of June 2016, Spirit remains the only U.S. character with a two-star rating from Skytrax. I believe it. I'm surprised they even have any star. I can't believe that plane wasn't pasted together with popsicle sticks and duct tape. It might have been. at one point, we almost fell out of the sky. And I was just like, if it gets us out of this plane faster, if it takes it breaking in half when it hits the ocean, I'm willing to just let it happen. And you got so mad at me because I got nervous because we hit like a pocket, like out of the blue (laughs) and the plane just dropped. And you know that there is like normal people. There is nothing scary when that happens because you don't expect it. Like I've flown a million times and had turbulence maybe like five times my entire life. So when this happened, it was like what and it, i mean the plane just dropped everybody was like Whoa! oh yeah there was, that crew there was, oh my god there was so much like oh my god and try to guess who was on the plane and you got so <laughs> mad at me and you were just like oh it's just turbulence and i'm like i'm sorry i got nervous the least I god could do arm. is take us now because <laughs> i gripped your arm yet when it happened for like 10 full minutes a little while later how did I comfort myself? By gripping the seat in front of me so I didn't dare disturb Tom. Well, I didn't want I didn't want to, I just wanted to be dropped out of the sky at that point in time. I was like, fuck it, let it just end. I'm done already. Like this is too much to be on this shit show airline. And now I'm done being on this shit show, did you know? <laughs> and that is this week's Did You Know. Did you know? It sounds to me like we need another vacation. I really feel like we do. And what's so weird is before I left, work told me, they're like, oh, you are going to love this vacation so much. And if you don't, you're not to come back to work. You're to go and relax and enjoy yourself before you come back. I feel like calling them out on it and just being like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm not coming back in because at this point in time, I'm still wound up from that goddamn plane. 
Get over it. You're I so annoying. Oh, my God, please. Like, I you're just don't ruining the good that I we just, had. You're ruining the good. They the good that No, you're, you're allowing a garbage airline to ruin a beautiful oh, resort vacation that we had. It was so awful. It was so awful. Like, and this, is, this is what I vacationed with, people. Here's, this here's is what, what I vacationed could be with. Good. No, I was, I, was in no, I was in no condition to be arguing anything when we were on vacation <laughs> at any point. But if there was just – I'm just saying, like, I don't care if it was extra cost for the bags or if it was extra cost for drinks or food or anything for that matter. Just let me know before time. Like, you can't say the price of this thing is this – and then when you get there, find out, like, it's, it's not even close to that. Because by the time you're done sneaking in all your weird costs for this shit show airline, your price your price is as advertised if you don't bring any clothes with you. <laughs> and we weren't going to that resort. We went to a... We, went to we a, weren't going to hedonism. Yeah, that's right. We were going to a clothing, a clothing necessary resort. <laughs> and good for those people, because it was a wise choice on our part to not horrify yes. all of the people there the way I see it. But at the end of the day, it was a beautiful place, mm-hmm. just hard to get to. If there was a, f- a direct route there or a faster way there, t- 100%, 100% worth it. I Highly recommend it. Am I allowed to speak? You got a minute. Go on. <laughs> I bet you we never not look at the fucking airline when we're booking a flight again, though. We've certainly learned from our situation for sure. We definitely, definitely have. So, there's that. And yeah. with that comes the end of... Thanks for a great vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have just spent the whole time here. Like, that would have been bad. And that concludes our vacation adventures. If you would like to learn more about the High Regard Show and our complaining ways, please check out our Tom's website. complaining ways. Yes, because Nikki never complains. She just rolls her eyes and just looks all pretty all the time. It's true. <laughs> Highregardshow.com, or you can email us on what you think of what the hell is going on with Nikki's attitude right now at <laughs> highregardshow at gmail.com. Or you can find us on all social media at highregardshow. That was very pleasant. Sometimes I'm pleasant, Tom. When? Because you're giving me dirty looks right now. Because you're being a dick. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Because I'm wound up about the plane thing still. Oh, my God. Thank you for listening. I'm going to leave. I'm going to (laughs) walk away from the podcast. If he wants to continue, I apologize. But this listener is out. All right, everybody. Let's go another 20 minutes. (laughs) Forget it. All right, everybody. Have a great week.